thousand Katie here. Hi, Fred. How are you doing? I'm doing. I, I've been better. Yeah, me too. And that's why it took us a while to be back with yeah. a new episode. We've had quite a lot going on. The good, the less good, but you know, it's life. It's the return yeah. to some type of normalcy in California. We don't really know what's going on fully. Today but I'm hungover. Oh, that's a good reason too. That's a Oy. side effect of the red wine carpet, everyone. It's, you know what? And it was a lot of wine. There's a, a <laughs> yeah, new wine go. spot downtown LA called Good Clean Fun. And okay. I had a lot of of fun. Okay. Not super clean the next day, but yeah. good clean fun the night mm-hmm. off. <laughs> yeah. I have this little hydration tablet in this water right now. And a side of gin. <laughs> and we'll have some cocktails in a bit. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, yeah, we um we haven't been around for a little while, like almost a month or something. And we just waited, you know, for the Oscars to be back so we can talk about the main events of the year when it comes to red carpets, obviously. Uh, and then we'll take a little break during the spring, summer and then see what, what's next for everybody. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have some random news as well. Today we'll talk about some new shows on Netflix with the Adams family getting kind of a spin off there. Uh, I will also bring some news about Elon Musk. Okay. Kanye West mm-hmm. and McDonald's. So we have a um, good variety what a, of topics. What a trifecta. <laughs> I know. I know. But yes, let's get started with the Oscars, everyone. The 93rd Academy Awards ceremony took place at Union Station in downtown Los Angeles. The train station had many rooms in it. I didn't know. I thought it was just like a big hole in a bunch of trains. Same. But no, they have event spaces. They have uh, oh, yeah. a lot of little cute little nooks here and there. And they took that over. So no train in the background of the ceremony. Yeah. It looked really pretty. Yeah, I was going to say, like, let's start with the location. What did you think of that new uh, new vibe? It was weird, but, I mean, again, what, I've, what we've been saying with all the other award shows, like, given yeah. the circumstances, they did some cool stuff. Yeah, the location, location in L.A., not mm-hmm. super wise. They had some incidents yeah. with what? someone attempting to break in during the setup. So that was, uh, that was first. And then there is a crew member that got mugged. Oh, on the streets, um, close to work. So not super fun to film downtown LA. No. Um, these days, no. Not no. the safest. Uh, I so- thought the look was cool. I thought the small room, the Art Deco vibe, uh, filmed like a movie, not really a, a TV mm-hmm. show. Right. Um, almost, I don't know if you noticed, it had kind of a blur, almost like a soap opera blur on it a little bit, giving a little... Like a- Cozy, oh, okay. old school vibe, yeah. I'll have um, to look at it again. I liked it. The intro, following the hallway and showing the space, yeah. I thought it was cool too. I thought it was cool too how it was kind of, I mean, it's because of a pandemic, but it was, ended up being kind of reminiscent of the very first yes. Oscars that was held in the Blossom Ballroom at the Roosevelt Hotel in 1929. Yeah. Seven? Nine? 27, I think, is when the hotel was built. Let's just say late 20s. Well, in the late 1920s. <laughs> but yeah, I think they had like 200, 250 people in the room only. Uh-huh. So we were far from what normally is at the Dolby Theater. Right. Um, which is, uh, you know, a venue here in LA where you can see some some major bands, some opera, mm-hmm. some symphonic stuff. Some uh, American Idol. That too. Dim the right? Lights. They do it there. Well, no, they do Kodak. <laughs> they do the, Co- the Kodak Theater. Dolby is actually the new name of the Kodak Theater. Oh, so, that's, yeah, there, there that's why my brain was getting funky <laughs> about that one. Because she knew it. <laughs> and we had the return of the red carpet, finally. Yeah. Not quite as big as usual either, but Not they quite. had, 
you know, they had some event with some What's designers. What's her face? And- um, she wore a yellow dress. She wore a yellow dress. Yes, I know exactly who she is. Um, why am I having a... This is... We're mush brain today. <laughs> oh, you mean Zendaya? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I loved her look. Yeah, it was kind of casual, chill, but yet classy. It was good. Yeah. A little wave in the, in the hair. Yeah, and it was good. Elegant. Like a little mm-hmm. beach type red carpet dress. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't exactly call that beach casual Friday. Was that what you would wear to the beach? No, but I mean, like the hair and everything was like, you know, oh, let, yeah. let loose and kind mm-hmm. of flowy, like you would be at Beautiful. the beach, chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the dress yeah. was really, yeah. Super really flowy. Good. Yeah. Super flowy. Everything about it. I don't know why a lot of guys are doing the gold tuxedos or I'm not, I'm not sure. It looks a little bit like the guy that you pay on the boulevard to move, you know, like <laughs> that plays the statue covered well, in gold. Well, you gotta wear a gold in some form. It's the Oscars. <laughs> it's true. It's true. A little accents here and there. Okay. But the yeah. full suit, not, not, not so much. Were there fun. a lot of full gold suits? Um, a few. Yeah. I've seen a few on the uh. red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm not a fashion expert really. So we'll, we'll give Original guys. Yeah. Something different too. Uh, the announcers were talking directly to the nominees. I don't know if it, you know, because yeah, it was, that was a weird. S- smaller room, they could actually face each other and like yeah. walk around. So uh-huh. the camera like moving as they announce people instead of having the pictures. That was one of the things I thought was kind of weird. They were like, yeah, like when different. I think I first noticed it when Reese Witherspoon was talking about some people. They're like, oh, when this person was a kid, they liked this stuff. And then when yeah. this person, like, they pan over to this person and then she goes and the winner is I'm like wait what like what no no what little tape anything from? or little snippets right. of the movies no not okay. at all so I've, I found it a little awkward that he would just turn around and be like oh and Katie who was born in you know and they're like what you're doing my resume yeah. right now like what's going on yeah. and then I'm like and the winner is <laughs> but and at the, the same is. time it gave a lot of facts about um, the work they were nominated for and That's their careers. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. It was yeah. interesting. It was intriguing. Yeah. And then to just make everybody feel like, yes, it is not what's happening normally on this big ceremony. Brian Cranston was at the Dolby Theater, the regular home of the ceremony for the Humanitarian Award and that they gave to this home and facility in LA that helps people in the movie industry that are either like mm-hmm. elderly and need a place to stay or have some medical issues, financial issues. Right. That was that was really moving. So uh, also good. knowing that his mom lived there at some point. Oh. You could tell he was like I must have know, missed this little part. Yeah, that was the pee break least, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably a pee break. But yeah, he was mentioning that his mom um, stayed with the help of that association organization, stayed in a home for the later years of her life. Um, and you could tell like he was holding back tears and it was very personal mm-hmm. to, for him. So yeah. it was a very moving moment. And then any other favorite moments for you? Tyler Perry is always a good... Um, always a class act. Yeah. Always inspiring. Leaving my heart feeling heavy. Always. Um, there was other people giving speeches that there was a lot of acknowledging racial inequality and violence and, you know... Yeah. All that stuff and, you know, the strive to be better yeah, and just making sure that we're not having just a pretty party and we're making sure that we're still acknowledging these things every day. Yeah, it, those ceremonies become a roller coaster because, you, mm-hmm. it, you know, it starts like what, you, what you're accustomed to, the entertainment, the glamour and everything. And then all of a sudden you're like brought back to reality, slap mm-hmm. in the face um, right. and then back to the, yeah, it's not easy. It's not super, super mm-hmm. easy to maneuver right. all that. But the message definitely is being spread around. And I think they're already doing better, you mm-hmm. know, nominating more diversity. 
So yeah, we're getting there slowly mm-hmm. but surely. Yeah. One that I loved. Progress. <laughs> yeah, totally. One that I loved was, uh, and I'm going to mess up her name and I'm really sorry. Yoon Jung Yoon. Oh, her speech? Oh, yes. Oh my God. That was, she was so cute. I know. She won the best supporting actress from Inari. Yeah. yeah. And then as she's doing her speech, she's like, okay, pull yourself together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so Aww. people are talking a lot about her speech because we don't really know if she was just excited to meet Brad Pitt for the first time mm-hmm. or if she was calling him out for not showing up during the filming of Minari since he was one of the co-producers. Oh, so people are saying like we don't we don't know, and that's the magic of it that no one knows if uh-huh. she was joking, <laughs> if she was just excited. But I do love when there is an outsider that gets the award and just mm-hmm. take the stage, and she was herself. She didn't give a yep. shit about mm-hmm. being on TV or anything. Nothing was rehearsed. Nothing was very Hollywood. You know, yeah. like you have you mentioned Reed with a spoon that is you know she's always mm-hmm. on. It right. never feels very human. It's like a, I feel like Reese Witherspoon though is so like. That sort of just comes naturally to her because she's been doing it for so long and she's just like, yeah. oh. And so it, like for her, I, I feel like it comes across as still genuine. But like someone else who went up and gave a speech was Frances McDermott. And yeah. she just when she accepted her award, she was another one who was just up there being like, you know what? Um, I love to work and I'm so glad that I get to work on this. And uh, <laughs> thanks. And then just left. You never know what you're going to get with her. Yeah. It, it's pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of liked this different formula. Mm-hmm. Um, the speeches were quite long, though. I felt like it was dragging a lot. Nobody, right. you know, the host can kind of pace that as well. Mm-hmm. And Questlove, who DJed the event, said that he had one regret: what was not that? to be able to play the music to cut the speech down. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering about just now. Like, well, there was no music being played. Yeah, because normally you have an orchestra underneath the stage mm-hmm. at the Dolby Theater and you have the director and when they get to a certain time spent during the speech, you have the... Uh-huh. They raise it nicely, they turn the mic down, they pan away yeah. and you're like, cut off, get out, commercial <laughs> break. This year, the director and producer, Steven Soderbergh, told him not to cut anyone. So mm. it was very like kind of a free, open platform, yeah. which can be tricky. So how because long did it end up being? I didn't really... Oh, the ceremony itself? Yeah. It went 30 minutes over the, the allotted time, really, right. which is mm-hmm. pretty pretty standard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Questlove DJing, I thought that was cool to have a different type of music in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So it has like it. the old school room, art deco, but yet very current music in between. It was fun. Yeah. He always brings a good vibe. And then when they did the uh, blind test, you know, like playing music, you have to recognize the song and mm-hmm. then figure out if it was nominated, won an Oscar or neither. Did, did uh, you see that part? No. You missed that? Yeah. So Questlove was just playing a few songs. And then there's a guy that was going through the room with a mic asking people like, so uh-huh. do you know this song? Cool. Do you think this song was nominated, won an Oscar or neither? So it was kind of a little game in between. That's fun. So they played a couple of classics, Purple Rain, Prince, Purple Rain. And then they get around the room. And when they get to Glenn Close, since they were making fun that another actor didn't know an old song, they played a more current song for her called Dabba. <laughs> to what Glenn Close got up and started twerking. What? <laughs> yeah, if you missed that, you got you to gotta go and check yeah, it on I YouTube. Yeah, I need to see that. So yeah, she's pretty amazing. She's pretty awesome. <laughs> so Questlove said that he really had a blast and hopes that the new format will be the new normal. Right. 
let's see, because the Oscars had their lowest ratings in a long time. Yeah, and it was also, I mean, it was also like, what, two months later than it usually is. And I just think that people lost track of what (laughs) award season is right now during this last year. So last year was already kind of a low for the Oscars, Mm -hmm. but they dropped another 58% in the rating compared to last year. That's a lot. So we'll see, maybe, you know, maybe next year they're planning on coming back to the W next year. Maybe they will bring a host back. Right. We'll see. Jimmy Kimmel had a cool little intro of his show the other day, sitting down filming in front of the W saying, oh, uh-huh. on Sunday the Oscars will be here. You know, I, I used to host it and uh, that's, that's not the reason why they don't have a host anymore, right? Right? <laughs> that's pretty good. Pretty good. Did you uh, end like up him. drinking watching the Oscars? or? Yeah, I had some wine and I got dressed up. Very I got nice. dressed up in okay. my favorite sweatpants. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Now, it's time out. to talk about drinks. It is time to talk about yeah. drinks. Two drinks next to me here. One of them is a little hydration tablet with electrolytes. Okay. Um, because we need that. And the other, since this is the uh, season finale. Yes. This, this one, I just, I was going to go with a martini, a gin martini. Um, but given my, um, I guess, sort of busy day and hungover state, I decided to just do a Lazy Gals dirty <laughs> martini. And I have gin on the rocks with a big fat olive. Okay. Um, and the gin is delicious. I actually got it. I'm, I celebrated my birthday last week. Yes, you did. And so did you. Yes. You celebrated my birthday last yep. week. <laughs> and uh, a friend of mine, my friend Sean, gave me a bottle of gin. This is botanist gin. I almost went like this. Can you <laughs> yeah, can they you hear don't it? see it. They don't <laughs> yeah. see it through the mic, unfortunately. The botanist. The botanist. Yes. yes I've seen super, that super herbaceous. So you don't need vermouth or anything to give it an extra well, layer it's herbal enough or is that just because you had gin in your baby bottle growing up <laughs> I, yeah i actually would usually do vermouth but i didn't have any this time but i would have actually liked a little bit of vermouth in this to kind of round that out and on my end yeah what are you having i like uh, spicy martinis what so did you do it started you know how we all have phases with our cocktails I had a big dirty martini face at some point with yeah. blue cheese stuffed olives. That's my and dad's thing too. One restaurant back then mm-hmm. that used to hand stuff their blue cheese olives daily. Yeah. With fresh blue cheese. And this thing was the best. Amazing. It was I stuff my I stuff when my dad and I have martinis when I visit back home. I prepare his olives like that when I make his martinis. Nice. Way to go. Yeah. So good that they would give you a limit on how many olives you can get because oh. people would get extra on the side or ask more. And it was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, too too much labor on that. Yep. So That's a lot of work. Yeah. And then after that, I discovered a recipe where you could put Tabasco in, in your dirty martini as well. Yummy. I love Yummy. it. Mm-hmm. So I was at the store and I found a brand of olives called Divina that had blue cheese stuffed olives with buffalo spice oh. in oil. So, my martini this week has... Let me see that. It's beautiful. It is. It's got a little bit of oil on top. Yeah. Oh, Floats, yummy. all nice. Mm-hmm. So, I got Chopin vodka in it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Two and a half ounces. Mm-hmm. So, it fits the glass pretty well. Yep. Oh, yeah. Then I have three quarter of an ounce of olive juice. Mm-hmm. 
I have a little less than half an ounce of lo-fi vermouth. The dry, I, yeah, lo-fi I dry? Like, yeah, I don't like too much of vermouth in it. It just needs a tiny bit. Yeah, just, just a dad. And then the cool fun. thing is that you do you stir all of that, you pour it mm-hmm. in the glass on top of your olive, but the olive has a little oil around it that is already spicy, so you don't have to add anything else. And so good. It does it for me. So good. Uh, my olive is stuffed with garlic. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm almost done with that jar. It's a big fat jar it's of olives. Cocktail porn this week. Cocktail porn. <laughs> well, cheers to our little lazy week, but you know what? You as long made as we're some together. effort with your martini, so yeah, good job bit. on that. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes it, you need to really make yourself the, that super nice cocktail when it's been a day and a half. Yeah, yeah, we won't talk about that. <laughs> we won't talk about that. I mean, the reason... That mine was so painful today is because of all the wine that I had last night. And it was absolutely wonderful wine. So really, anybody who has a chance to go downtown LA to visit Good Clean Fun, that's where I had my fun, sustainable, uh, natural wines and wines that you can't really find anywhere else. So like... Don't have to stop by, yeah. Encouraged to try all of the things. And I tried a lot of things last night. So this gin's going down super slow. Take your time. Take your time. We have yeah, enough random news to keep us <gasps> sipping yeah. for a few more minutes. The random news. Random news. Hell yeah. Okay, let's start with Back to the Future. It's one of my childhood favorite film yeah. ever. Every time it's on on HBO Showtime or whatever, and I browse through, I catch myself just watching it again. Yeah. And it's it's I think it just never ages to me, and it always takes me back to that spot of being a kid and being excited to watch it, um, and hoping you that you'll way? have a DeLorean one day. That yeah, that could that could yeah. happen. There is a couple. I love know, that movie. In mm-hmm. LA, there is a couple of DeLoreans. Yeah, the streets pretty. Yep, pretty kick ass. But as a kid, did you dream about riding? Oh, the skateboard, a hoverboard. Yeah, yep, always. Marty McFly style. Well, yep. There is a company called Omni Hoverboard. Launching their version of the flying skateboard. Well, <gasps> it looks a little more like standing on a drone for now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it will be released in the summer. This summer? Yeah, apparently. There's some uh, <gasps> videos of a guy riding one of them in the streets that is apparently going viral online. Uh, the extended, back in 2017, they had some tests where they could only do like 30 seconds. This yeah. one can actually fly for half an hour. Oh, shit. Yeah. You so, can go places on that thing. <laughs> you can go places on your on your drone. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll have to uh, put down $36,000, though, if you want to do Whoa. so. Whoa. Yeah. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Good so, thing I saved all of my unemployment money. I'm going to buy one. <laughs> oh, they I gave knew it to I was you, saving but... for something. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. It's another topic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I've seen a lot of people crash their drones, you know, when they start yeah. mm-hmm. um, playing with that thing. So My ex-boyfriend did on Christmas Day. <laughs> Uh, oh, no. crashed his drone in a tree because he got too cocky about flying it super high. The day okay. he got it. The day he got we it, went of to, course. We went to the park. He flew it, flung it up into the air, and it landed in a tree. Nice job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so smart on that one. So I'm not sure I would, I would try it, really, standing on the, um, such a thing. I would try it, but I would definitely put on my, uh, my roller skating protective gear. Your gear, yeah. Oh, all of it. Do you think it works over... Yeah, it has to work over water. Maybe that's what would be the way to go. Over the ocean. So if you... Uh, oh, you know, God, you I don't fall. want to go over the ocean. I don't know. I just don't want to go like, into open water. We have <laughs> issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
never going to work We're going to start talking about phobias now. <laughs> Speaking of having issues, Kanye West. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's a great segue. We haven't heard or seen much of Kanye West since uh, his race yeah. for president. <laughs> yeah. Well, he made some cash recently. I know he was a little short on cash not so long ago. Uh, at least they reported about it. He put a pair of shoes that he wore during the 2008 Grammys for auction and made, let's have you guess, Kitty. How much do you think someone paid for a pair of Nike Air Yeezy? What kind Five of a million dollars. Wow. Was I right? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But you're going, you're going high. It's a little less than that. A little less? A little less. Is it a million? It's over a million. It's two million. It's less. It's 1.5. More. 1.8. 1.8. There you go. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was going to say first. So, the, <laughs> the pre- <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah. the previous record for a pair of sneakers on auction was held by Michael Jordan, of course, mm. with his Jordans in 1985. They were the first Nike Jordans sold for $615,000, which was wow. really crazy. 1.8 million. Yeah. So you get a nice pair of sneakers with maybe an extra little smell because he, he actually performed yeah. a couple songs in those shoes during the ceremony. So now so. is he going to take that money and invest it into some new crypto? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I don't think he's going to save it. Probably But on a, on a nice note, though, Kanye has worked with Balenciaga to create a Yeezy sweater with the late DMX on it and has mm-hmm. announced that the million dollars that he made in profits during... The release of the sweater will be gifted to the hip hop icons family. Oh. So that's pretty. Yeah, that's, that's pretty sweet. Great. Yeah, yeah. Good so job, good, Kanye. Good job, good job, Mr. West. Yeah. Let's switch to streaming now with Netflix, who has announced a new series called Wednesday. It's a spin-off based on the Adams Family famous yes. daughter. Yes. Uh, the live action series will be directed by Tim Burton, so it's a pretty big thing yeah. for the streaming platform. Did you did you watch a lot of Adam's Family? Yes, growing up, Adam's Family was a big thing in my family. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, of course, the fans are very excited about it, and they're now even starting to debate on who should be playing the roles, who's going to be in the uh, cast. So, Christina Ricci has to be in it. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. You sent me mm-hmm. a link that was pretty yeah. cool. Some of the fans are saying that Christina Ricci should play, um, after playing, obviously, Wednesday in the original Adams Family by Tim Burton, she should play the mom now, Morticia. She should play Morticia, yeah. Yeah. And then they're thinking that since it's a Tim Burton movie, Johnny Depp should play the role of the dad, Gomez. Mm-hmm. Do you think that He would work? He could do that. I think he could do that. Well, that's the thing. There is a fan that actually worked on making a fake version of the Adams Family scenes, replacing mm-hmm. digitally the faces by Christina Ricci and Johnny Depp. And it works. It's, It's believable. Yeah. It would be pretty good. The rumors are saying, though, that Johnny Depp was turned down for the role. We don't really know if, um, you know, Netflix turned him down or there is other things, maybe too did. much drama in yeah. his life. But yeah. I think apparently they're saying that he was he was willing to do it, but someone said, uh, someone else said no. Yeah. Oh. We'll hmm. see. We'll see. They, have, they still have some time to work on it. No yeah. release date. Currently. No rush, Netflix. No rush, no Let's rush. get this right. <laughs> totally. Let's get this right. Elon Musk 
uh, might need oh, some Elon. PR counseling after all. Uh-oh. During a recent interview, he spoke about hoping to be able to send travelers to Mars by 2026. It's pretty bold. That's pretty soon. Yeah. And he said, I won't do a, an Elon Musk voice because I can't <laughs> can do, but he said, quote, you know, it's dangerous. It's uncomfortable and it's a long journey. You might not come back alive, but it's a glorious adventure and it will be an amazing experience. Yeah, honestly, a bunch of people will probably die in the beginning. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. So uh. he better work on his jokes instead. He doesn't seem like he's very good at the punchlines. No, and, and like, gonna... his jokes never hit right. No, he doesn't feel like it. He's just kind of a dork, which like, you know, that's, that's Elon. He's going to have to work on it because he's hosting SNL in the next few weeks. He is? He is, yeah. What? So I can't wait because that episode will come with some good skits. Yes, it will. That's for sure. That's going to be weird. Okay. Yep. And let's finish on a sweet note. Sweet note. McDonald's will be giving away McFlurries on May 4th to celebrate their new flavor, the Caramel Brownie McFlurry. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> the way you said that. Mm. And the way, if you guys could see Fred's face on the Zoom right now. That's probably better, better <laughs> not see me today. So good. Oh, God. Oh, what, was I too creepy? A little bit. Oh. <laughs> you know, people are going to be having to work on their communication skills again as we enter, re-enter the world. Oh, totally. Yeah. As an example today, I was walking around downtown. Again, what a gem downtown. Always something happening. Yeah. Walk into Whole Foods and I'm in like my active gear because I did the gym this morning. And yay me because I hung over gym. Nice. I was getting the wine sweats. Oh, (laughs) Oh, the worst. Anyway, um, so I'm walking to Whole Foods to get a snack or whatever. And this guy is walking this dog. And, you know, masks are still a thing and necessary in my opinion. And just like, you know. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal to be wearing one. So just like, this guy wasn't wearing Okay, so okay. regardless. Inside um, Whole Foods? It wasn't, wasn't that big of a deal. No, it was walking on the sidewalk oh, walking outside. Around. okay. And kind of like slinks up to me and extends his bent arm, like really got up close next to me. Okay. And I kind of looked at him and I looked at his arm because he was just like going like poking his elbow out to me. Okay. Like he wanted me to like link on to it. And he oh. goes, may I walk you? Okay. And I was oh, like, okay. I was like, wait, what? That's exactly what I said. Like, what? He goes, you're just so beautiful. I was hoping I could walk with you. And I was like, um. I haven't had contact with anyone for a year and a half. (laughs) Right? Like the first thing you want is for Uh, me to grab your arm. Do you have sanitizer? It got weirder. It got weirder. (laughs) And then he's just like, yeah. And then he's asking what I'm doing downtown. As if I just went to the gym because I looked like it was being active. I was like, yeah, I went to the gym and I'm going to get a snack. And Sorry, I have to go have the hot snakes. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I should have said. Brad, I should have done that. There you go. That's next time. Next time. Um, I'm sure I'll see him again because, you know. I go out that way a lot and he lives uh, down there. So then they asked me for my number and I was like, oh, I have a boyfriend. No, sorry. <laughs> but. And another mile of jogging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he goes, uh, he goes, oh, okay. I, I understand. And then he goes, well, it was nice to meet you. And he goes to like, give me a hug. What the hell? He goes to give me a hug. And I was like, he was really going to like, I started backing away a little bit for the hug and yeah. he starts leaning in a little bit quicker. And I said, actually, no, I'm not, I'm not hugging you. <laughs> Good for Sir, you. Sir, 
I'm not hugging you. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I understand. It's uh, you can get COVID that way or pregnant. <laughs> oh God. Yes, that's what he said. Oh, my God. And then I was like, okay, bye. I'm going to venture to say that he's oh normally, take the pandemic away, is nor, already not very smooth in his lady no, talk. No, not at all. <laughs> but now it comes across as just, The whole time what? he was talking to me, I was like, is this how you engage with people? Really? Yeah. I was uh, waiting in line for something uh, last week. And uh, people get comfortable a little bit. So, so like a few people were behind me. And I'm just not used. Normally when I'm at the show and someone is, you know. Uh-huh. Poking me with the elbow after the third time, I'm just like, I just need a little space. Like uh-huh. it's just like, you know, I'm not I'm not a diva, but I like <laughs> yeah. to not feel your breath on my neck uh-huh. or your elbow in my rib. It depends oh. on the show and like who you're there for and what kind of crowd you know you're getting into. Yeah, it depends with the yeah. person elbowing you, maybe. I get but. it. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. in this case, I'm like, I haven't been I've been socially distant. And everybody has been for over a year. So why mm-hmm. are you all of a sudden screaming in behind my head? Like I can feel literally your Ugh. your presence and then I get your elbow in, in my back. Like this, this is a no-no. So I think people nope. are going to have to readjust quite a bit. I think some back. people never even learned how to <laughs> really yeah, engage with people very well in that. the first place. And I was really kind of annoyed that he thought that he could just, you know, reach out and touch me. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Gross. Gross. People don't do that. <laughs> Stay away. Also, read the room when someone's kind of like, um, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, a little insistent. Yeah. Gross. Am I? Let's get back to McDonald's. We got sidetracked. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> You're so welcome. I was saying that McDonald's was giving away McFlurries on May 4th, and their tagline is free if you ever thought the spoon was a straw. Oh. Do you remember that? I haven't yes. had a McFlurry in a long time, but that square, hollow yes. handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you know why this is built this way? No. Is it so they can stack them? No. No, it's actually the way they do it is that they, they do a kind of a soft serve in the cup. Uh-huh. They close the lid, they put the spoon in it, and then the hollow part of the spoon attaches to the blender. Oh. So the spoon is the thing that blends, so they literally don't have to clean anything after they mixed your McFlurry. So that's the reason why. But I can see the confusion. And I think it's pretty fun that they're making fun of their own (laughs) little quirks. And everyone. Everyone. They're (laughs) taking everyone down with them. (laughs) Yep. So That's funny. That's the news about McDonald's. Um, I like that random news. I'll I'll pass on the McFlurries. I wish they had a vegan one. I wish they had one that wasn't, you know. They could by now. Yeah, there is a Taco Bell. That is doing a vegan menu mm-hmm. and has won. It's in, it's in California. They're doing a week <laughs> trial in one location. I'm like, well, oh. that's going to work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. That was uh, the end of the season for us, everyone. Wow. Thanks for following. Thanks for checking us out. Yeah. Um, to be honest, we don't know when we're going to be back because life coming back to normal, we got to pay the bills and get to yeah. work. It's <laughs> yeah. been. It's been fun to catch up during this entire quarantine and, and this crazy year. It's been a couple. We're gonna you know, figure it out, though. Yeah, we're gonna get there, and eventually, maybe we'll do some specials here and there, and maybe we'll be back. Yeah. We we don't know, so stay tuned. But I think everything you do is special. Oh, it's special because it's shared with you, Katie. Oh, it is. We're too cute. <laughs> <laughs> so 
go find us at Rainwine Carpet on Instagram. You can like, you can follow, and that way you will know when we're back. In the meantime, hell yeah. Keep making cocktails at home, keep watching those ceremonies, and stay healthy, be good, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks, Katie. Thanks, Fred. Bye.